0: Bob, Bob Bernie, Bernie Live. Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview.
1: Hey, welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Kind of an unusual time in this five o'clock hour today. I just felt impressed to spend this time talking about God's word and its authority in our lives and how important. Your understanding, your, your stand, your belief, your, your dedication to the Word of God is so unbelievably important. Do you believe that every single word is God's Word or not? In the time that we have left, can I just share some scripture and some thoughts? I'll have to go. Actually, I'm going to have to go pretty quick. But if you have a Bible handy, go back to Isaiah 55, one of my favorite portions in all of Scripture. Isaiah chapter 55. And I realize it's uh, drive time, and many of you are in your car, and you can't, and I, I would not expect you while you're driving to get out a Bible and open it to Isaiah 55. But if you are somewhere where you can, get out your Bible or pull up your phone, your Bible program on your phone, and turn to Isaiah chapter 55. You know, people are committed to so many things. People are committed to education. People are committed to their careers. Uh, People are committed to athletics. Oh, my goodness, we live in Columbus, Ohio. People here are crazy about the Buckeyes. I mean people dedicate entire rooms in their house they paint their cars scarlet and gray they spend thousands of dollars on Buckeye memorabilia and sweatshirts and shirts and and hats and you know I mean people are committed to many things but I'm just wondering how committed you are to the word of God Isaiah 55, let me, let me just read a few verses here. Verses 8 through 11 in Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Wow, what a thought. How far are the heavens above the earth? Well, if you talk about the heaven of heavens, millions and millions and millions of miles, and God says, well, that's kind of like the difference between my thoughts and your thoughts. Well, where do we find God's thoughts? In his word. And then the prophet Isaiah goes on, and he says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not hither, But watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Again, one of my favorite portions of Scripture. Here we see what God's attitude is concerning the Word of God. And the first thing the prophet tells us is the source of this, this Word, this book, this Bible, the, the Word of God. What is the The source. Well, it says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven. Well, what do we know about the rain and snow? It comes from above. It comes from above. Well, what do we know about the Word of God? It comes from above. It is not just a compilation of human thoughts again i mentioned this a few moments ago 2 timothy 3:16 all scripture is given by inspiration of god the very breath of god here is something that you must understand the bible is supernatural in its power it is supernatural I don't know whether you've thought about this, but the Bible is absolutely, completely unique from any other book written in human history. Absolutely, totally unique. There is not any other book even close. Think of this. The Bible is written by 40 different authors. 40 different authors. And those authors wrote during a span of 1,500 years. And most had never met each other. Now get this, 40 authors, different parts of the world, they wrote over a period of 1,500 years. Almost all of them had never, never, ever met each other. And yet there is not one single contradiction. Oh, wait a minute, Bob. I read a book about Bible contradictions. Uh Uh-huh. There are literally hundreds of books that have been written about Bible contradictions. But it's interesting because they all just fade away. Why? Because a real student of Scripture can take that book of supposed Bible contradictions and rip the contradictions to shreds. These seeming contradictions are not contradictions at all. If you study, if you read, if you're honest, if you're objective, you understand that they're not contradictions at all. So we have a book written by 40 authors over a period of 1,500 years. Most of the authors never met each other, and yet there is not one contradiction. My friends... That is a mathematical impossibility. And as I said, there is not a single book ever written in human history that can make those claims. I am told, I'm not a mathematician, but I am told that just the prophecies of Jesus, the hundreds of prophecies in the Old Testament about Jesus— Being fulfilled exactly in one person, a mathematician figured it out, and the probability of all of those prophecies written hundreds, even thousands of years before the advent of Jesus, the probability is 1 times 10 to the 17th power. 1 times 10 to the 17th power. This cannot be just a book written by humans. The source is divine. The source is supernatural. But then the second thing I see here in Isaiah 55, other than the source, is the force, the power of the word of God. In verse 10, it says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven the prophet equates the power of the word of God to snow and rain. Not only it comes from above, but it has similar power. Now what in the world does that mean? How do we equate the power of God's word to wind and rain? Well, it is a perfect picture. It really is, but I'm running out of time. We got to take another break. And then we'll come back. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. Hang with me. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. My goodness, where in the world is the time gone today? I can't believe it. it I've chosen to to spend this last hour talking about the Bible, God's Word, and how important it is. Before the break, we were in Isaiah chapter 55, talking about the source of God's Word. It's from above. It's supernatural. And then we were just starting to talk about the force. The prophecy, the prophet, pardon me, in Isaiah 55, equates... The power of the Word of God to rain and snow. Now, it's an interesting thing about rain and snow. We just witnessed the power of rain in Florida not long ago. Now, there's nothing more refreshing than on a really hot, sweltering summer day to have just a light rain. When you were a kid, maybe even as an adult, did you ever go out in the rain and you just stand there and just let the rain wash over you? It was cool. It was, it was refreshing. It was, it was just wonderful. And how many times have people prayed for rain and then the rain came? Well, one drop, two drops, a hundred drops, a thousand drops. Refreshing. But then you have something like Hurricane Ian which was wind and rain. That was it. It was wind and rain. That's all it was. But it was trillions of gallons of rainfall. And it wiped away houses and cars. And because it rained and 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 it rained, rained rained because there is power in that rain. And then snow. Oh, my goodness. Christmas Eve, I love gentle snow. Oh, you know, there are times when the snow, it's like diamonds. Uh, I remember one time right after Joy and I got married, uh, we were visiting her parents up in Massillon, Ohio, and the, the the day, it had just a, a wonderful snow, and at nighttime, we took a walk, and the 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 snow glistened like diamonds and it was just beautiful. But then I also remember the blizzard of seventy eight. Yeah, we moved here in seventy six and uh, and then I was baptized with well, I started say with fire, I was baptized to Ohio Winters in the blizzard of seventy-eight. Now just a few Flakes of snow, wonderful, wonderful, and it's beautiful. And then it keeps snowing and snowing and snowing and snowing, and the blizzard of 78 brought everything to a standstill. And I mean everything was brought to a standstill. Why? Because of flakes of snow. Well, the same is true of the Word of God. You get a little bit of Scripture here, a little bit of Scripture there, and it may not have a whole lot of effect on you. But if you immerse yourself in God's Word, it can change your life. When the Word of God is preached, when the Word of God is taught, and it is accompanied by the Holy Spirit, remember? Hurricane Ian was nothing but wind and rain. Well, in Scripture, wind is almost always a picture of the Holy Spirit. So get this. You take the wind of the Holy Spirit and match it to the rain of God's Word, the snow of God's Word, and you have the power of God. And just like a flood can bring an entire city to its knees, or snow and a blizzard can bring an entire city or entire state to its knees, so can the Word of God. This is the power of the Word of God. It can change individuals, it can change cities, it can change nations. And I pray that it does. But then there is the wonderful potential of the word of God as well. It says, for as the rain cometh down on the snow from heaven and returns not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. Listen, the word of God works. It says the water, the rain, makes things to bud. It's interesting. About every fifty years, the California desert, the Mojave Desert, I was born and raised in Southern California, and we traveled through the desert on many times, and the desert is characterized by cactus and tumbleweeds and sand. But about once every fifty years, there will be unusual rainstorms out in the California desert. And what happens? It bursts into life. Some of you may have seen pictures of the California desert in the unusual event that there is a great deal of rain. And it bursts into beautiful, beautiful color. And there are blooms of wildflowers everywhere. Now, what's happened? Well, the seed was already there. The seed for all of those flowers was lying dormant in the sand of the desert, and it did nothing until the water came. And then it bursts into life. This is what happens when the Word of God meets a lost soul, a person who is separated from God and dead in their trespasses and sins, the Bible says. And then comes the Word of God— through something they read, a sermon that they heard, some teaching that they heard, a radio program that they tuned into. And the rain of the word of God, accompanied by the wind of the Holy Spirit, comes, and there is life. Wonderful, wonderful life. In fact, that's the promise. Verse 11, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. A whole lot of people are praying and asking God for a revival. Well, if you're a student of history, and if you are a student of revivals at all, you know there has never been a revival without people being saturated in the Word of God, people preaching and proclaiming the Word of God. But I want you to know something. The devil, yes, yes, I still believe in a real devil. The devil absolutely hates the sufficiency of Scripture. The devil hates the sufficiency of Scripture. And that's why the devil himself has slithered his way into so many American churches, churches that a hundred years ago were proclaiming the truth of the word of God and seeing people transformed by the power of the word of God and the spirit of God. But the devil has come in and he has questioned the authority of the word of God just like he did with Eve. Yea, hath God said, God didn't really say that. God didn't really mean that. It is exactly the same attack. And it has borne its wicked, evil fruit. And that's why most American churches are either dead or dying because they have denied the authority of the Word of God. Folks, listen. Let me say to you what Mel Sabaka said to me years and years ago. Love the book. Love the book. Love the book. Preach the book. Study the book. Memorize the book. Dedicate your life to the book. Folks, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are.
0: Listen. Listen. Think. Think. think discern. Discern